Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. And right before we started this, Jared's like, I am so fucking hungry. I'm starving. I feel like I haven't eaten anything today. We're all something because I'm so hot. Oh, no. <laughs> it's so hot here. It's probably 90 degrees in here right now. Our Dude, levels are just all over the place. Yeah. We, so we live, obviously, we've talked about it on the podcast a million times. We live by the beach. And we just do not experience heat waves. Like, it's a nice, chill 72 degrees. And I know that everybody in the country and the world are experiencing the craziest heat waves recently. So we feel very fortunate. Well, I earned it. I grew up in Phoenix up until two years ago. So that's true. You did. So I, I know the vibe and I don't miss it at all. So it's, it's a crazy nice. vibe. I, what's wrong with me? Mm, I did a bunch of broccoli and it made my stomach hurt. So that is my ailment for the day. Wow. And lots of raw broccoli. Raw broccoli is a, raw? It's a gamble. That's all we had in our apartment. We like well, never you know, have food in our like apartment. A veggie, like it. a veggie tray where you can like, it's like with a dip, you know. Raw like broccoli a, is not chill. It's so good though. Broccoli no. is my favorite vegetable. Cooked it's the best. broccoli is delicious. Raw broccoli is like dinosaur food. Like straight like roughage. Like the roughage. <laughs> besides eating like, ra- besides eating kale that hasn't been treated at all. Like that's some harsh roughage oh i think it's so delicious i love broccoli in every form it's like eating a raw brussels sprout oh, oh that God. is disgusting <laughs> it's the same as broccoli can you even eat well i guess you can raw well, brussels can. sprout salads i don't it's know it just feels determination. wrong yeah. it all feels wrong i bet there's people out there it's probably the same people that eat raw eggs that they just like pop a brussels sprout in their mouth and they're like i'm good to go it's my snack for the day yeah not into uh, that not for me not for me either <laughs> Um, do we have any housekeeping before we go into our dark day? No, I don't think so. Just keep calling, uh, into both of our numbers for the worst thing. And then also we have our on the stand number for our Patreon. Join the Patreon. If you haven't, we have lots of fun bonus content going on over there, which we are having lots of fun making. Do you have the phone number? Yeah, I have the phone number for the firsty worsties. It's 323-539-3516. And if you'll stand by, I'll, I'll give the number for uh, on the stand at the end of the episode. Perfect. All right. So we're going to jump into the dark day and it is it's pretty dark. I'm pretty excited about this episode because it led me down a very weird path on the Internet, which I love. Like, this is my favorite thing about on the stand because I always go. No, the dark day. I'm not on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dark day. Killing time. That's what I love about killing time. It's just like get to explore the depths of the internet, not the dark web, but close. And honestly, (laughs) it's, it's, it's a episode, like this is a show made for you because like you comb the like weird corners of Reddit. Like you love conspiracy theories. You love aliens. Like you love that stuff. Yes. So this this is my happy place. Yeah, exactly. Jack is a fringe internet user. (laughs) I'm really not. You really are. (laughs) Fringe internet users are scary. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like the lightest. I'll maybe Google, I'll maybe peruse the conspiracy subreddit every once in a while. But we all know that that isn't even like touching the tip of any iceberg. She's fringy Jack. 
That's what we're yeah. going to call her. I'm fringy. I'd love a fringe bag back in the day. Okay, so today is August 4th. And in 2015, not even long ago, a state of emergency was declared in southern Russia as a plague of locusts swarmed the entire region. How spooky and scary is that? It's not chill. Oh, no. It's it's not chill. Okay, and so this locust, is the background. A locust, if no one has ever seen one, they're kind of like grasshoppers or kind of like cockroaches, but they can fly and they swarm. And they swarm. And so I'm this not, is what don't what? people who know bugs like don't come at me like it's not like a grasshopper <laughs> and cockroach. Like I've seen them and that's what it that's how it re- like registers for me. Yes, that is your truth of Thank a locust. You. Sorry, bug people. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bug people. I know people. someone's gonna be like, actually. <laughs> Somebody did comment on a couple weeks ago. We had the episode where we were talking about the fentanyl and dollar bills. Yeah. And it has, I guess, the fact is that you can't uh, die from fentanyl by contact. I saw that. I liked that in the Facebook group, but I haven't confirmed for myself. But I liked it because mm-hmm. I think yeah. I even caveated that I heard this and I haven't confirmed it. I think no, I said you that. absolutely did uh, yeah. like five times. You're like, I don't know if this is true. My dermatologist told me. <laughs> She did. <laughs> a woman at the Medi Spa told me. Oh, not even a real dermatologist. <laughs> yeah, Medi wow. Spa. A nurse practitioner. I was getting some Maybe. laser treatments. Uh, what laser treatment did you get? I just had a little sunspot that ah, I wanted a off. A little zip zap. I needed to do a laser. Okay, so this is what happened in Russia. It says millions of locusts have descended on farmlands in southern Russia, devouring entire fields of crops and causing officials to declare a state of emergency in the region. So it was a vast area of at least 800,000 hectares, and it was currently being affected by the swarms of insects, each measuring about eight centimeters long, which is fucking terrifying, and they're annihilating fields of corn and other crops so they said that at least 10 percent of the crops were destroyed with this plague of locusts and it was like devastating to all these local farmers which is like really sad all of their crops just got so fucked that is sad sad. but you know what this is so oh well actually this is 2015 why did i think you were talking about like an old school locust because it feels biblical biblical. yeah it does feel biblical it feels like an ancient thing no that's terrible i can't believe there's we haven't figured this out. We haven't figured it out. And they're saying that they thought it was linked, linked to climate change, which is not surprising. And then this one person was saying that they have wingspans of nearly 12 centimeters, like small sparrows. Ew. No. That is a Unaccept- fear unlocked. Un- that love, is so love a bird, terrifying. hate a bug. I'm sorry. No, birds are also on my shit list. Uh, oh, no. Me and Matt were walking Bosley yesterday, and we must have walked by like a tree or something with a nest. Mm. And like a little bird sort of like dive bombing Matt like several oh times. There's those TikToks. Yeah. Of birds that do that. They, 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 they go they attack. after, yes, and target people and like it's so scary it's so scary and like geese attacks like we've talked about this but yeah yeah, we've talked about the geese but no, yeah, birds, birds are kind of on my shit list right now too bugs are worse bugs are always worse absolutely well, we're gonna jump into some of the worst infestations the worst plagues that we have ever seen on this planet in true crime rewind and they're disgusting they're gross they're terrifying but before that, we have got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? Okay, so welcome to On The Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, singer, an idea to the stand. We're either defending it or prosecuting it. We have a healthy discussion. Decide if it's guilty or not guilty between the three of us. Bring it to Instagram. You lovely listeners vote on it and let us know if you think it is guilty or not guilty so would anybody like to start it off i mean i have one but i don't need to go first okay this is serious so okay what i'm putting on the stand today and i know i'm gonna get shit from for this from at least one person on the internet and i i i can live with this insects as pets (laughs) i don't think okay what is okay is beekeeping <laughs> if those are your pets. I beekeeping's fine. Love a bee. Millipede as pet. No. <laughs> Scorpion as pet. No. Weird centipede as pet. No. 
one insect that you got outside cruel and unusual and also no not a pet that's a bug Sp- tarantula what? is tarantulas not a, they're spiders i know people like love their tarantulas fine fine like a tarantula it's eight-legged i'll uh, let it go uh. centipedes i know you know uh, tarantulas no I- i'm gonna go with spiders or a no two for me yeah, it's just what? giving a lot of like weird uncle energy. Like, and I say that because we took <laughs> in a weird uncle, uncle when I was younger, and he brought with him his pet tarantula. And oh we my had god! A pet tarantula living in our house with my uncle, who was also living in our house <laughs> for a bit. His name was Harry the tarantula, not my uncle. And I—that's a cute name for a tarantula. Jack knows this. Lex, you might know this, but I am terrified of bugs like i'm not a bug person i do not do well with bugs so having a gigantic hairy spider in the house was not good for me when i was like maybe i don't know 10 i was probably like 10 when this happened but i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of a of a bug pet it's i don't know i just i just i'm not a big bug guy so that's that's a big no from me what about me when I was a kid and I collected roly polies and I had like my own personal little roly poly farm? Is I that know that I know that May guilty? deep down. Uh, yeah, it, I get it. Like ant farms are fine if it's educational, whatever. Hopefully those were all let go at some point. I don't think you were like, I'm going to have these roly polies in my house as my <laughs> beloved pets. I think it was more like this is an activity for a kid. You know, it's like, go collect yeah. them to keep kids. You maybe corral Dude, the ma- few. Imagine what our parents had to deal with before there was like screens to distract us. It's like, hey, here's a bucket. Go collect all the crabs you can at the beach. Or like, here's an ant farm. Go, oh. go, have, go fill it with ants. Like, that was because loved, we were fucking I annoying the and they needed to get us like out of the house and there was no iPad to stick us in front of. Um, but no, I mean, I think roly poly farms are fine for kids. I think an adult with a roly poly farm, somebody should call the police. We're getting into some, yeah, that's some, some the strange creepy uncle there. vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a creepy uncle kind of, you shouldn't have any sort of a, any, anything really as an adult. Honestly, <laughs> almost, you shouldn't have anything honestly, as an adult. Almost everything that's not basic bitch or basic bro stuff is creepy but like you got it's just your confidence how you rock it like i know someone in the facebook group will be like i have a pet millipede yeah and then i'll look at the facebook and i'll be like oh it's cute they'll have put little googly eyes on it in a photo pose with it <laughs> I'll be like, this, this works you know but like prove you me wrong a, people yeah. prove me wrong and you put a hat on anything like there is this account that i saw on instagram of this lady that has this really cute fish that I love. It's like a box fish, but then she also has sea urchins and she keeps putting hats on the sea urchins. And I'm I like, love that. you can make anything cute. Even something that doesn't even have a face by putting a little hat on it. <laughs> she should try googly eyes. Cause I went through a phase for a while where I like ordered them and just started putting them on stuff. And God, I haven't felt that good in a while. I love that. that. I you know? Yes. A that is such a you thing. Pure form of vandalism. There's also an Instagram account or it was a Facebook account called like stuff on my rabbit. And it would be people who like balance things like a little donut on their rabbit or like uh. a little, little, cr- someone put their, 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 uh, hermit crab on their rabbit. <laughs> And they were like standing together. I'm like, this is an account I can get behind. Yes, I love that. I yeah. love that so much. Okay, well, I think yes, insects as pets as an adult is going to be guilty. That's yeah. a big guilty for me. I'll go next. Now, I didn't know you're going to do a plague related theme, so I had two on the stands and um, or like a you know insect yeah. sure. rodent whatever. So I am putting on the stand plague doctors. Now, do either of you know? the costume that yeah, a plague doctor would wear back in the day. No. Yeah, with the with the beak. Oh my god. It's iconic. So oh, oh yes, I saw it in a movie. Yeah. So back in the day, I think it was during the bubonic plague, maybe in the 17th century, um, all of the doctors, because God know nobody knew what the fuck they were doing during the plague, they would wear these extravagant costumes that all had functions. They would wear a mask that looked like it had this big beak on it, but the beak was to kind of, it was like their version of a surgical mask, if you will. And it had a very small little spout on it and they would put herbs in it. They would put flowers to try to keep out all of the disease that they were trying to cure. Then they would wear this fancy little hat to show everybody that they're a plague doctor. And then they would have a cane so they could kind of, you know, 
figure out their patients from afar. And I love this. Even before COVID, I wanted to be a sexy plague doctor for Halloween. Like that has been a costume of mine that I've been really wanting to make happen for probably eight years, maybe even longer, maybe a decade. Because I think that it's crazy that that was part of history. Like it seems like such a costume, but it was completely function first you know honestly i love that they used to make everything like a little ritual like everything's meant something like it wasn't like oh just put on a hazmat suit because it's practical it was like no there needs to be symbolism (laughs) there needs to be like passion and like irony in this plague treatment program yeah it's like a whole approach it's like this whole it's the lack of knowledge that like kind of created this space for people to kind of get creative with like trying to fix stuff right like yeah and and i feel like the costume itself is like it's exactly that it's this thing that it's so unnatural looking it's sort of like macabre looking like it's very macabre yeah it's a very like grim looking setup and that's kind of what it was because these doctors were dealing with some pretty severe situations and cases so yeah, that's a that's a spooky thing. And if you want to turn it into a sexy Halloween costume, I mean, you might be one of the first people who've ever tried that. Totally. But I back it. I back it. I just it's I would have I'd give anything like if I could time travel, that would be a time I if I would not catch the disease and the plague, that would be an interesting time to go back to just to see that costume in action. Like mm. that is like how spooky would that be like walking down the streets of Europe and you see one of these creepy ass plague doctors like that's so spooky. It is spooky. So <clears throat> creepy. But I think we should bring them back. It I think they're cool. It would have made, you know, this round of pandemic a little bit, you know, we needed some entertainment. We needed some fun. It's kind of ominous though. And <laughs> And honestly, like in the setting of like a medieval like cobblestone street or like that makes sense. Like if I saw one of those on Hollywood and Highland, I would call the police. Yeah. Like if there's a knock on the door of our apartment and like one of us maybe like, you know, is sick and you open the door. Like back when they were like taking people away, like in the cruise ship, the first cruise ship that got COVID and they were just like wheeling people out if they all had if yeah, you swap that feel, for the plague doctor, plague it's doctor. way more ominous. Yeah. Ugh. So, um, plague doctor not guilty. <laughs> uh, not guilty. They were they were going with what they knew. You know, like I guess uh, not guilty. But I think they were I'm the frontline g- workers. Okay. Okay. Not guilty. <laughs> uh, not guilty of their generation. Okay, Jared. Okay, for mine, I think if we're gonna keep it on this sort of theme, I'm gonna try to tie mine in. Um, okay, so we all remember the video that went viral of all the celebrities singing at the beginning <laughs> of the pandemic. They were yes. doing their... Imagine. Imagine. <clears throat> um, so mine is people singing into their camera, looking directly into their camera <laughs> like and it's singing. Like, like the lens is a pair of eyes. Yes. yes. <laughs> now, a reason why this is a huge problem for me is because... It's that whole thing, and everyone knows this. This is a pretty common like pet peeve, or I guess just situation for people. But when someone sings you "Happy Birthday," like what do you do yeah. when it's what? What do you do with your hands? What do you do with your face? Like it's that scenario, except it's coming through my phone, and I didn't ask for this to happen. And this happens on TikTok like all the time. It happens on Instagram sometimes, but like you'll just be scrolling, minding your own business, looking at dogs, watching people, I don't know, power wash their driveway on TikTok. Mm, nice. Oddly That's my algorithm. Yep. And then all of a sudden, there's somebody playing a guitar or a piano or not playing anything and just singing directly into their camera. Yeah. And and for me, I nothing makes me more uncomfortable than like First off, just locking eyes with someone when I'm not in conversation with them, I hate it. But yeah. if they're also singing, it complicates it to like a whole nother level, and I hate it. So I'm putting that on the stand. Like singing into your camera <laughs> on purpose. This is one of Jared's biggest fears. Fear of it happening to you or fear of you accidentally doing it and making someone else uncomfortable? No, oh, just, I, I would it never is do this. Like, it's something like when it pops up on his phone or if he sees me watching something like that, like it makes his entire Blood being oil. coil yeah I, like it is i shrivel i shrivel when this happens why does this make you uncomfortable who did this to you when you were young i don't i 
Well, you know what's so weird is like it's a musical thing, and that should be like in my wheelhouse. Does right? John like, sing into your eyes, and that's no. where this is from? He wishes. I mean, I mean, sometimes, but like you know, <laughs> more you of an, a more of like a theatrical situation. You know, like Jared, you just need to come into my office and lay down on this couch, and we'll talk through all of these traumas. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I had some traumatic stage experience, right? That I'm no, gonna, I just. I, no, it is it is so uncomfortable and it's like especially and I get it because a lot of people are doing this to promote their projects. A lot of people and are I'm like all independent about that. artists. I'm like, all about it. And you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, especially if you're like trying to get big on TikTok or whatever. But just like wear but- a bag over your head. Like <laughs> wear a bag over your head and stick googly eyes on the outside of it and that's a lot better for jared also sunglasses on also plague doctor costume you know covers the whole face gives you this other persona could be your stage jared what if they wear a beak while they do it See, it's, now it's giving Slipknot. This feels like Slipknot to me, and which yeah. I love. So, like, I feel like at some point, somebody in Slipknot was probably wearing a Plague Doctor like outfit, or somebody in a metal band. They showed it up. had to have happened, but absolutely, but, without a doubt. But, I, but they could have gone on their Instagram and filmed the video, and I wouldn't know that they were staring right into my eyes. So, it's like I a marshmallow don't hate kind it. of thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll go with guilty. I don't want Jared to get upset. So, please, thank you. <laughs> I, it's definitely guilty. Yeah, guilty. All right. Well, when we come back, we're getting into some weird infestations. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop, or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways, and with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then sentences, and before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first-degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. True crime. 
Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, so welcome to True Crime Rewind. We're going through some of the worst pest infestations in history, some of them leading to plagues. It's all pretty crazy. But I did learn that throughout history, insects were used as like a weapon of warfare. Did you guys know this? I didn't, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, like back in the day, it was the Greek and Roman era they would have these woven baskets and fill them with scorpions and throw them at their enemies. Like some of the first, yeah. Could you, that's so It doesn't seem that effective. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's kind of glonky. It's a little glonky. Yeah, I feel like you're leaving a lot of like margin of, like for error there. Like Like, I feel like a spear would do more. Yeah. Like I feel like even though, I feel like just a stick you could like, you know joust (laughs) with your enemy and get more done than if you throw a scorpion at them like unless the scorpion will kill you yeah and there's so many how overflowing like was this basket you know runneth over with scorpions (laughs) also like you have to be imagine or not imagine how close you have to be to your opponent to throw a bag of scorpions and have them land on the person you have to be like five feet away from them so close that you've already almost been killed scorpions have to be coming out of the basket to bite you and wouldn't someone just stab a scorpion well here's the thing back then like okay that happens and you're like okay well it's ancient times like i deserve this or this makes sense for this time period if this happened maybe well whatever like you know you're at war like nowadays that happens like that's actually a pretty good surprise tactic nobody is expecting a full basket of scorpions to be thrown at them i feel like now you have the element of surprise back then maybe people knew that it was coming not as effective they would have to do this in like a un meeting or something you know or like when hey didn't bill gates release like a whole a whole swarm of uh mosquitoes he was doing like a conference on like malaria or something because oh, allegedly like, oh, i'm sorry you have to call them skeet skeets on this podcast skeet, skeets. sorry <laughs> skeet skeets yeah skeet skeets did he did he I'm release sure, some i'm pretty sure he released like a thing of of mosquitoes oh, like a genetically into, like, modified ones there's yeah there's lots of conspiracies about that whole well, situation and save more it for another episode yeah. and more on jeffrey epstein's island okay so the first uh plague we're going through is the big one the black plague also known as the black death Love how scary name That's terrifying just a genre also known as the bublonic bubonic bubonic plague and this was a pandemic that lasted from 1346 to 1353 in parts of europe asia and africa and it claimed the lives of 75 to 200 million people that is so so crazy it was so, spread by rats wasn't it um i think yes it well, was people to people and rodents yeah so it said that rats were believed to be the carriers of the bacteria and they thrived in dirty slums so the largest number of deaths that were recorded were in these city slums and that prompted and this is it's just so funny everything is like it's funny when you think about in retrospect but um all the wealthy people moved to the countryside so they wouldn't oh my be, god you know, it's like going to your really nice house in Montana during COVID, you know? Yeah, it's Joe Rogan moving to Austin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, at the time, the plague could kill with almost a 100% efficiency in less than a week. And it was believed that the total number of people in Europe and Africa who died of the plague was more than half of each continent's population. So that is so fucking like so Wild. insane. Wild. But that is actually when they started to implement, you know, like sanitation. They started mm-hmm. to make sanitation a priority. Like there wasn't a huge emphasis on like showering or water yeah. structures. Like yeah. they didn't really give a shit. And that's when they started to really give a shit. Because they're like, oh, okay. Oh, wait. Being dirty could lead to illness. Half of our population continent being uh, killed. Okay. So the second one that we're going through is the year of the locust and this was in 1875 so in 1875 a swarm of locusts swept over america this is so creepy oh my god i can't wait tell me they swept over america like a dark cloud what 
measuring 1,800 miles long and 110 miles wide. Honestly, that is is so chilling. Imagine if that happened now. What I would jump off a roof. You would think the world is ending. Well, I already do. So I'd be like, this is the last horseman of the apocalypse. That's finally come to roost. And I've I've had enough. It's like the the book of Revelations, like bingo card. It's like the final thing. Yeah. You know, like. Like I honestly be like, oh yeah, there it is, like no, right on time. Someone, someone got the fourth medallion, and they all put them together, and it triggered like what yeah. was supposed to happen from if the this. They got honestly, the if this happened in 2020, like it would just be like, yep, here we go, my bingo card. Yeah, yep, the world is ending. So it said that the sky was blotted out for five days when the Holy swarm passed shit. over these people's homes. That is. I bet people killed them. Like, I, that's so scary. Yeah. But yeah. there was a lot of prayer. There was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Everyone's like, what do we do? Like, what Pray do we do? Pray to what God. Do do? Sacrifice yeah. something. Oh my put God. a bowl of fruit and give it to God. Anything. Stop. Yep. This is why, but this is like why, like, the Mayan people, it's like they thought everything they did was wrong. So they're like, sacrifice your, rip someone's heart yeah. out on a tomb <laughs> so this doesn't happen to us. Like, that's what they were doing. <laughs> Little did they know. You know, nothing happened. Nothing Science. Okay, Science. So we're going to the next, and this is in the early 1900s. It was the Hanoi Rat Debacle. That's oh, no. what it was called. The Rat God, Debacle. horrible. Mm. So during the late 1800s and early 1900s, colonists of Hanoi decided to equip the town with toilets. This meant creating a sewer system capable of carrying waste away, as we know of today and while it did just that the sewer system became home to many rats who are seen emerging from the drains like a scene from fucking nightmares rats were just coming up the drains the toilet wherever they could toilets oh my god imagine dude i don't like this disgusting it depends on what the rat looks like we've all seen the cute rats and then we've seen the like no, it doesn't matter. Rats. Alexis, do you remember in the pink house, the house that Alexis and I lived in in our early 20s? Probably 2008, 2009, yeah, 2008. Like when we were like yeah. 21 years old. Um, we also didn't care about cleanliness too much in that house. We were, we were too busy partying. We were, at, busy we, were at party. the, we were at the Hollywood clubs. Like it's when we were in that phase. We're like, let's walk to Crimson and go see some go-go dancers and go get some drinks. And like, yes. we didn't give a shit if our beds were made. We didn't care if we slept. What food was spilt on the ground. No. And because of that, we did have a oh little bit God. of a rat problem. No, we had mice. Mice. But the mice found there their was way... Like, in our defense, there was like 10 people living in our house. <laughs> yes. Like this isn't Jack and I weren't dirty. Like no. it was, but it was a party house. Like, and we couldn't control, like we'd be like, we have college in the morning. We're going to sleep. But then like five other people would have a rager and we'd wake up and there'd be like McDonald's everywhere. Yeah. And then it's like, but we couldn't control that. It was just, it was an atmosphere that we had yeah. to like surrender to. And it was what it was. Know, it just sounds like a college house. I mean, exactly it was what it was. everybody, everybody knows one who had one or you lived in one. It's like, they're they're uh just like the, the naked neighbor you like are one na- or, you or your one. neighbor is one <sighs> and like you hope that you you are one because it was really fun but anyways it was I, one of the best years of my life it was so of, fun it was a glory days for sure but when i i left for warp tour for the summer and i wasn't using my room obviously and then when i came back the rat decided the mouse. mice the mouse decided to make my room its home and i remember the first night that i was back from warp tour i slept in my bed and I got awoken from a my mouse running all around my bedroom. So that was oh my God. rat debacle. Our friend Louise, she had a room in the house too. And she had like one of those shoe racks on the back of her bedroom door. And yep. she texted me from in her room. She's like, I can't leave because there's a mouse running up and down my yeah. shoe rack. And I never got them in my room. But like, I knew they were there. I think we all really struggled with this. What mm-hmm. happened? How did we fix it? Did we just move out? No, we just moved out. Yeah, that's how I don't think I ever I never slept in my room again after that happened. And I think we just moved out because it was like close to our lease ending. Right. It was terrifying. They're all still there if you're interested. Yeah. Um, Okay. so back to the rat debacle Um, to keep the number of plague outbreaks down during this time. The colonists paid rat hunters and for every rat tail they brought in they'd make money. So they accumulated over 4,000 rat tails a day. And on one day, the highest they ever caught was 20,000 rat tails. Isn't that crazy? 
20,000. 20,000. But here's the catch. It said it was discovered that the rat hunters were simply chopping the tails off live rats to let them keep breeding so more tails could be chopped off to ensure a long-lasting profit. They should have to deliver the entire rat. (laughs) Oh, my God. They were just asking for tails. And I didn't know that, like... I guess it's the same thing as it. a lizard. Like I don't think they grow. I don't think they grow back, but I don't think oh. they need it. Like yeah. it's for balance for them. So they'll just be like kind of unbalanced. They'll just be like, "Hey, you don't have a tail. I don't have a tail. Like every pot has a lid. You know, uh, like yeah. we're both deformed and we've been maimed. And let's let's be together. And then they would have rat babies with tails, and then it would validate them as people. <laughs> wow, I love rat that. People. I love that whole thing that narrative yeah (laughs) that was amazing okay should we go through one more yeah i think so okay so in 1931 there was a grasshopper invasion in the midwest it said on july 26th of 1931 a swarm of grass grasshoppers hoopers Grasshoopers descended on crops throughout the American heartland, devastating millions of acres. In Iowa, Nebraska, and South Dakota, already in the midst of a bad drought, they suffered tremendously from this disaster. And it said it was so thick that it blocked out the sun, and one could shovel the grasshoppers with a scoop. This is a problem. This is a problem. This is. It feels very similar to the locust thing, and they're not so different from each other. Honestly... It's, yeah, a flying insect can they can really get out of hand, and we really got to keep them in check. That's really <laughs> terrifying. I don't want this to happen in my immediate lifetime. You know what's just like the real thing I take issue with here? What exoskeletons? Yes. You know what my problem is? Is that like I am a delicate peach. I literally have twenty bruises anytime I do anything outside of just working. Mm-hmm. Like if I had a skeleton on the outside. I'd fucking live forever. But Fuck like, yeah. I'm all, I'm all like, we're too sca- soft. Yeah. Like literally things can make me bleed that don't even try, you know, mm, mm-hmm. like yeah. a nail mm-hmm. sticking out of a wall or just you, you pick at your face too hard or, or anything. The world is a dangerous place. And these unless- fucks, these fucking bugs with their exoskeletons and their mushy little insides we can't even get to. No. Like, the that's unfair like i want it i wish i had an i wish i was an exoskeleton of this it's god is fair though like imagine if they were the size of us imagine if insects were as big as people and they had that's dinosaurs that is true that's dinosaurs. Not exoskeletons not stegosaurus not technically but like if you look at some of them like they've got i feel like, like wasn't like everything on it. like bigger back then possibly i don't know that's how they make probably it probably the buggos were big yeah they make it I'm seem not, like they're bigger but there are big bugs smaller. i mean like look at the big crabs they're finding and shit they're finding yeah. like massive squid it's only a matter of time before we find a roly-poly with a circumference of like 18 feet oh my Jack god i would love bad. that okay you two belong together <laughs> no, no no well no no Jared i said would jack would it. love it i'm not in like we'd end up adopting this thing and we'd have to find a place for it to live like, because it's like, round jack would be all about yeah, it that's why i, I loved roly-polies because they're round but they're like you know, guys know capybaras of course big guinea pigs it would remind me of like a capybara because all a capybara is is like a massive massive fucking rodent shocking how big they are it's shocking and they're so docile and so sweet slow i've never met one dude i have never met one either i've only watched youtube videos should we go to like a capybara farm yes yes all right. Dude, all the videos that I've seen, they put hats on them. What? And then they have them go down little like play slides and then oh they God. feed them ice cream. They sound like pandas. They really are like the calmest little creatures. Pandas just roll around. They look They're drunk. so cute. Pandas are perfect, but They're that's like not what we're talking about. I know. Okay. Well, uh, but capybaras are rodents, so I guess it is kind of topical. But I think that that's enough. I think we've gone through enough plagues. Honestly, I'm terrified is, enough. That's That'll do it for it me. It was spooky enough. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, when we come back, we're going to see all the bad, bad things you people have done. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. 
Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Firsty Worsties. So before we start, I uh, want to talk about a follow-up call we got. So I don't know if you guys remember, but a while back, we got an amazing call. And I actually don't remember what the subject matter was. But Jack and I said something attuned to the fact that he sounded like a sexual cowboy. We were like, this voice. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because Jared clocked it as jealousy. He's like, who? He's like, punched a huge hole in the wall right behind me. That's why we have this thing covering it right here. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. 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 But like... Do you remember the guy that we're talking? I'm talking about Jack. I do. do you remember this? I do. I don't remember his story, but I remember his voice. Same thing. I, I don't remember the story, but I remember being like, "Wow, what he an interesting sounding man." So hot, right? So his wife called. Oh, so let's listen to the wifey. Hi, Alexis and Jack. You guys played my husband's worst thing he's ever done on February 3rd, the day the music died. And I just needed to add on, you referred to him as a sexual cowboy and I die. <laughs> he can rock a bootcut jean. I'm not kidding. And he totally does build decks for us. But I needed to also include, I've been wanting him to do like saucy audiobooks and do like voice work and stuff like that. And I'm hoping that I can use this sexual cowboy foundation. But Our thing that we would do in college, we had this Chinese food restaurant, and the women there loved him. And so as long as he placed our order and went and picked it up, um, we would usually get, like, a free egg roll or, like, a discount or just, like, something. So I'm going to make sure that he continues to use his delicious voice for good and not evil because he's an amazing person. And I just wanted to just say he will forever be a sexual cowboy now. Thanks, guys. Honestly, it's this kind of shit that makes me love killing time. It makes me love what we do. (laughs) Because, no, this is our opportunity. Listen, as a reminder, we loved having some banter in the beginning of our episodes. But it was inappropriate given the subject matter of the serious nature of these crimes we're talking about. And this was our opportunity to really like rope our and engage with our listeners. And I love this. It's like, I feel like I get to know these people in this really voyeuristic way because I don't know these people and I don't see your face. But like now I know the cute repartees within your relationship. And I think that is so great and so cute. And you guys sound like you have such a fun relationship and I'm so happy for you. And you're, I would just be like, whisper into my ear. I would never leave the home. Honestly, I'm glad that our idea of what he is seems to be accurate. That she said that he can rock a boot cut jean mm. and that we know that his voice was special. It's getting them free shit. So I really hope, honestly, if you need a letter of recommendation to send to a voice acting school like what do they do i don't know how you get hired to be a voice actor but we are here to support you in that journey honestly he could just start like a youtube and just do sexy cowboy asmr and i bet you it would blow up like no you know what he should do hey girl you want this like it could just be like sexual whispers from a cowboy and you would go like viral he should do what look at jared nodding i'm dying I'm i'm just thinking about it i'm i'm so happy that he um is confirmed in a relationship because I was getting kind of nervous <laughs> listening to that episode. Shut the fuck up. So. No, he should do what like Keith Morrison does and he reads like bedtime stories. Oh my god. He should read something like mu- campfire read- stories. Or honestly, even just like like a um recipes. Like if he was just reading a a recipe for a casserole, but in his like mm. sexual cowboy voice. Like oh my gosh. this is what the women want to hear. That is we- exactly what we want to hear. But yes. 
This wasn't a worstie, so don't worry, guys. We're not short we changing yet, but we had to include this because, like, I just loved that. Um, so glad you guys are happy. You guys are so cute. But we're going to start the real worstie now. And here we go. Here we go. Hi, uh, worstie firstie here. Long-time listener. This is the first time I'm calling in. I've been racking my brain about something to call in. That's the worst thing I've ever done. The list is long, so... I did find or think of one thing. It's, it's definitely not the worst, but it's up there. Um, when I was a very new driver, I had to have been like just a 16, um, just got my license, didn't even have my own car yet. I was wanted to go to a friend's house, so I begged my mom, like, please let me borrow your car. Uh, I, I just want to go see my friend. It was already late at night, and she was not for it, but I begged and begged and begged, and finally she said, here, here are my keys. Go see your friend. Go stay the night. Uh, just be careful. So um, super excited. I got in her car. It was a giant Ford Explorer, um, like a tank to me at that age, and I was backing down the driveway, and I have to remember, set the stage here, I am the baby of a lot of older sisters, so I'm the baby of five, so they were much older, they all had cars, and they would fill up our uh, driveway, they would park at the end of the street, uh, at the curb, so just a packed driveway, set, setting the stage here. So I, I'm in the Ford Explorer in the tank, backing down the driveway, and pulling out into the street, and I heard a loud crash. And then I quickly realized it was me that crashed. Um, I had backed into my sister's brand new, I think it was three months old, Volkswagen Jetta. And I had hit it hard. So hard that it knocked out the lights in the front, and it actually crunched up the hood. Like, I have never seen a, a, a hood do that just from, like, an impact from a bumper, uh, but it was bad. It was crunched up, and I panicked. I got out of the car, and I was like, what do I do? What do I do? Do I go back inside? Do I tell them? Do I leave? Uh, I, I was freaking out. About that same time, one of my older sister's uh, boyfriends pulled up, and he said, oh, shit, what have you done, Ashley? Um, and he gave me some really good advice. He said, just leave. <laughs> just leave, and when she sees it, she'll just have to decide who did it. So I fled the scene. I left. I said, that is not my problem now, tomorrow's problem, thinking that they would Totally put two and two together. New driver in the tank, you know, had to be me. Um, went to my friend's house and thought the whole night, like, I'm going to get a call from my mom, from my dad. They're going to be screaming at me. It, it's happening. Just preparing myself. Well, the night passed. Nothing happened. The next day, nothing happened. I went home. The Jetta was gone. Nobody says anything to me. I'm thinking, like, did I not hit the Jetta? Did I, did I dream this up? Like, what happened? Or maybe the boyfriend told on me and, and everyone's just playing a joke on me. Well, later that afternoon, my sister came in and she was freaking out. She's panicking. And she told my dad that she had gone to Target and gone inside. And when she came out, her Jetta had gotten hit. Someone had hit the Jetta and just fled the scene. And she was in sheer panic. I have no idea how she did not see this before she left the house. But somehow my sister got in the car, didn't see the crinkled up hood, the lights were out, like it was awful looking. She parked at Target, went inside, and then came back and thought it was a hit and run. So they called insurance, probably insurance fraud since I'm admitting it, called insurance, filed as a hit and run, they paid for it, everybody was happy at that point, but I was, like, harboring this dark secret and felt really, really guilty. Just me and the sister's boyfriend <laughs> were in on it. Um, and to this day, no one knows the truth. I sometimes think, should I own up to it? Like, 
should I tell them this funny story now about how it was really me? It was not a hit and run or this is something you just take to your grave. Not sure, but maybe one day I'll tell them. Anyways, that is one of the worst things I've done. Certainly not the worst, but it's up there. Love you guys and just keep doing what you're doing. You are the uh, highlight of my week for sure. Thanks. Honestly, whoa. I love this story in another victimless crime. Yeah. You know, because your sister wasn't hurt by your betrayal because she betrayed herself by not knowing that <laughs> she got into like a total car and drove to Target. Betrayed herself, yeah. You would have gotten in so much trouble. It would have it would have hindered your ability to learn how to drive better, you know, because your parents would have like it would have haunted you for a while as yeah. like the youngest out of five and you have a bunch of older sisters like that would have really made your life hell. And the fact of the matter is, is that insurance paid for it and we pay so much money insurance in insurance over the course of our lives that it's like that's actually what it's there for. Like, so I don't think it's fraud because you didn't say anything. I do think I hope that guy married in your family because that's a ride or die. That is a ride <laughs> to or never die. rat on you ever. Just to his like girlfriend. stay in the course. I love I, it. I'm getting the feeling it was a different girl. It was a different sister than the one whose car it was. Right. It was one of her other older sisters. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I don't know that I would have had the self control to be like, I just saw your. I probably would have said something. I don't also, know. also realize that you got extremely lucky here. The fact that like the damage so wasn't lucky. recognized until later on, like that is the biggest stroke of luck that you could have possibly had like for most people who <clears throat> try to hide something or try to get away with something by like just being silent or running or whatever it is like this is about as great as that could go for you no, so like she got so that's lucky. kind of that's the that's what it all hinges on is like the fact that you know this you got away with with not saying anything and then it turned into something completely different and you weren't even in the picture anymore that's insane how that worked out for you so congrats that's some good karma like you must have done something really nice in your recent past before that like that is the universe looking out for you and again like alexis said victimless crime nobody really took the downfall so it was an accident but yeah it would have gotten you in so much like it would have really fucking burdened you so like you didn't do anything malicious it was an accident lord knows i clonked my first car into a lot of things that i shouldn't have (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah all right well, well i that's think that it. We're, we're good yeah um, did you find us a clip alexis for no i'm back on that poem game she's Ooh, back on the poem. This, one was, this one was inspiring this well i got excited once i saw this uh okay. the topic for this week uh this one is called george is a pest <laughs> george is a nuisance george is a pest he's more annoying than the rest Ooh. a george infestation will make you feel dead and wish that you had cockroaches instead. Mm. George is a termite. George is black mold. He'll tank your property value and it'll never be sold. Mm. <laughs> we haven't talked about black mold. That's actually a dangerous pest. That yeah. is a dangerous pest. It is. Mm. You, don't you don't want that. You don't want that. Lex, Lex that was amazing. Back. And I'm so Honestly, happy you're doing this again. My inspiration's back. I just needed a couple weeks of sabbatical from that. And now I, I feel it. I feel inspired again. She's she's backing at it. All right. Mm. Well, uh, happy um, like pe- plague uh, day. Plague day. Happy plague day. <laughs> Bye, friends. Bye. 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 